Hi guys, welcome back to the Mortgages AF podcast and we're going to be mixing things up a little bit and talk about something other than rates this week. We're going to do mortgage market updates once a month going forward just because the market's got a bit less volatile so there's less to tell you. I will tell you the rates are still coming down in general. That's the kind of thing we're seeing but we don't need to go through what they've come down to, what sort of levels they're at because it's roughly the same. And what we'll do is once a month, we'll just have an update for you going forward. So today, we're going to be talking about moving house while you've already got a mortgage. So you're in your home, you've got a mortgage on that home, but you want to move house to somewhere else. And to do that, I'm joined by Stuart. Morning, Stuart. Good morning for what's left of January. I can't believe January's nearly gone. I know, it has really flown by. Um, We've been incredibly busy uh, at Albion Forest, so it's been a bit of a whirlwind. There's been non-stop non-stop action all month, basically, all mortgages all the time. So, yeah, it's really flown by. Definitely, definitely been a busy one. Yeah. Um, So, Stuart, we're going to talk about um, what to do when you're moving house, obviously. Um, What... Let's start off by uh, the situation. So I'm in my home. I've got a mortgage, uh, but I've decided that I've spent two years in lockdown with my family and my house just isn't big enough. You know, I'm far too close to all these people in my house. I want to move to somewhere bigger. What can I do? I'm in a fixed rate, you know? Right. Okay. Yeah. Well, you sound like like half the population by the sound of it. (laughs) I'm, I'm, yeah, I think I'm, I'm basically representing everyone right now. <laughs> yeah, look, I think there's a bit of a misperception, and people just don't understand that when they are in a fixed rate, um, they feel like they're sort of almost locked in and trapped in a property they're in. So, I suppose scenario you're talking about, uh, if you've been in a mortgage for for two years on a five year fixed rate people tend to think that they've got to wait three years before they can move. Otherwise, they're going to pay penalties. Is that where you're coming from, yeah? Yeah, this is it. I mean, that's the case, right? You know, I've been in my house for two years. I know I've got an early repayment charge of 3%. So that's thousands and thousands of pounds. Uh, On top of that, you know, you've got the normal stuff of stamp duty and stuff. So what uh, the costs quickly would mount up. Um, What can I do? So it's a a simple remedy to this. It is you can do something like uh, called porting your mortgage, which means um, that you're with your lender, you're in a fixed another three years or five year fixed rate. You can move the mortgage you've got in its entirety to a new property, and if the property is more expensive, you can run a further advance with that to the difference in the in the mortgage amount needed, uh, and move your whole mortgage with it and not incur any early redemption penalties. Um, it's done not as often as what I could imagine it being done, but it's fairly simple. Um, and it does get done, you know, we, we see cases like these probably every couple of months, Mark. Uh, Maybe may a bit yeah, I mean, more regular at times. Yeah, I mean, certainly. Um, I mean, when you're looking at the last couple of years. And I I mean, I was sort of half joking there about people getting fed up with being so close to their families. But um, I mean, it's happened a lot. A lot of people going, 
you know what, my garden's not big enough, especially when we were in um, like the first lockdown where we weren't allowed to go anywhere and things like that. And they're thinking, well, if this ever happens again, I want to be in somewhere with a garden. Maybe I don't want to be in a flat anymore. I want to be somewhere where I've got a bit of space. So I think it's it's something that people need to know about and not enough people do know about it. Um, one thing I will say is um, it's not on every mortgage. Don't go out like immediately assuming it's on your mortgage check speak to your mortgage broker ask them or speak to any mortgage broker and ask them phone me ask me phone Stuart ask Stuart but like I don't just assume and start the process and then find out that you can't port your mortgage and you've got to pay your ERCs but it's definitely a option for lots of people and so you mentioned a few things there and I just want to ask you to expand a bit on them so porting uh, so porting is the process of moving your mortgage to a new property and, uh, and and sort of taking the mortgage with you rather than having to pay those ERCs and um, change uh, change lenders and things like that. Um, the one thing you mentioned there is a further advance. So why don't you tell us a bit more about what a further advance is and how it works? Okay. So I'm going to buy a, a new property now. I need another £50,000 which of that other £50,000 on top of the mortgage I've got will find me a property that might be another bedroom or it could be a garden, you know, in the scenario you're talking about. So I have a mortgage at the moment of £150,000. Um, my property is worth £250,000. Uh, I want to purchase a place of £300,000, but I need another £50,000 of, of money to go towards that property. I can then move my original mortgage of 150,000 to the new property, as long as this fits with mm -hmm. the lender. And I can take a further advance, as long as my earnings and my income match up um, to make sure that I fit their criteria, I take a further advance of 50,000 being the difference in my property, the property I'm moving to. So effectively, on paper, I've got two mortgages with one lender, one for 150,000 and one for 50,000. The further advance as well doesn't even need to be on the same length of mortgage as my current mortgage. My current mortgage might only have 20 years left to run. If for affordability uh, with the extra 50,000, I want it to run an extra five years, for instance, to make the mortgage payment a little bit cheaper to me, I can do that as well. So, on paper, just to recap, I keep my 150,000 mortgage, I add an extra 50,000 mortgage, and it all sits under one umbrella of one lender. Yeah, I mean, uh, I feel like every time you say something, I'm like, um, let's go down a different rabbit hole. But um, <laughs> the <laughs> so there's a few things that you mentioned there again that uh that i just wanted to talk about so the you you're essentially got two mortgages after you've done this so you've got you'll have your original mortgage and then you'll have a ported uh sorry and then a further advance the further advance isn't necessarily going to be on the same interest rate um so you will um, essentially be taking out based on the interest rates available at the time so for example now is a really interesting time to do it because your current mortgage might be on one percent or something like that. And if you took a further advance now, it might be on 4%, for example. And the um, so each one will have a different interest rate. 
And generally what a mortgage advisor will do is they will try and make the fixed rate periods, or if you're if you're doing fixed rates, they'll try and make the fixed rate periods so that they kind of end at similar times. So you want them to try and you want to have, say, if you've got three years left on your current um, product, then you want to try and, if possible, do a three-year fixed on the new product so that they both end in three years-ish time. And then you can remortgage them all onto one mortgage going forward, or at least that's what you would try and do in most situations. Obviously, every every person we talk to is different and every situation is different, so I can't say this is exactly what everyone's going to do, but it is the general what what uh, what you'd try and do. do you, would you say that's about right? Yeah, that's exactly right. They try and keep it all, all, all sort of linked and quite tidy if they can. I mean, the advantage where we're at at the moment is that for someone who did a five-year uh, uh, fixed-term uh, mortgage two years ago, they'll keep for the next three years the rate that they was on at that time. You know, if you was to it's go huge. and remortgage, yeah, if you was to go and remortgage, for instance, um, your existing mortgage would be gone because you're taking out a new mortgage at the new rate. Okay. So, like you were saying, on, on, on you know, you could have a rate that you're going to keep for the biggest part of your mortgage, for instance, if, if, if that is the biggest part, still at 1% for the next three years. And you'll only pay the higher rate on your further advance. Yeah. I mean, that's that's really important now. I, I hadn't even thought to mention that. So, yeah, instead of paying those, not only are you going to pay huge ERCs uh, if you're switching lender, but you're also going to be changing to an interest rate now compared to an interest rate you took out potentially two years ago. So, yeah, you're absolutely right. It is, it, it, it's probably way more cost effective to do it that way around now um, yeah. if you can. So, yeah, I think, um, I think that's a, a really interesting point. Um, there are some other things that I want to talk about. Do you want to talk any more about porting and further advances? Um, anything else you want to add about those? Yeah, I don't think so. I think that, you know, I think let's just keep it simple because uh, we could go into more depth and it just get a bit more confusing. But if anybody does want to know more, you know, just get in touch with Mark or myself and uh, we'll quite happily pick up. You know, we don't mm. charge to talk. And um, yeah, if you want more information, just give us a call. Stuart should charge to talk because he's really good at it. Um, right. Uh, the, um, the, the other thing I just wanted to briefly talk about, because obviously we are focusing in the, this episode about moving house and um, what sort of to do in that situation, is um, if you say you, you are on the variable rate, so say your mortgage has ended and you're on the standard variable rate, what should you do in that position? So could you uh, stay with your current lender or should you be looking at the whole market? I think I mean, it seems obvious to me, but a lot of people might be sat there going, well, I'll just move house and tell my my current lender that I want to move house and they'll just do a new mortgage for me. But actually now more than ever, it's really important to compare products when you're moving house because the if you're on the variable rate, great, you don't have the earlier payment charges and you don't need to do any porting and further advances and things like that. But just walking into your high street bank might not be the best choice for you because it might not be the best rate that is available. So I think it, now more than ever, whether you want to port your mortgage or you're on the variable rate or you, you just want to move house and you 
got a fixed rate that you can select with your lender. I think it's more important than ever to speak to a mortgage broker. And I mean, I always say that, but now it really is important to speak to your mortgage broker because if you're on that variable rate, you shouldn't be. Um, There are very few situations where people should be on the standard variable rate and whether, whether you're moving house or not really. So I think it's really important that um, people speak to a broker. Uh, would, would you say there's anything else to mention about moving house and uh, and things like that? No, I don't think so, really. I don't, at this point, I mean, yeah, there's probably loads of things you can talk about, but we probably need to stick another hour on this, on this podcast, right? Um, yeah, exactly. But, <laughs> and, <sure. laughs> and, you know, we can pick that up and have a bit of another time. But uh, I think the point that we're making today uh, it is you know, if someone's in a fixed term, uh, a fixed rate mortgage, and they feel they can't move, there's options for you. One hundred percent, there are. Yeah, I think uh, I think that's it. And the the key thing is just speak to someone that can tell you what those options are. And most of the time, they're going to do it for free, so you might as well speak to them. But um, the the only other thing I just thought of that we should talk about, and I hadn't thought about this before we started um, recording episode, is if you want to move house and you've got a property already, the other option you've got is um, something called let to buy. And I'm not going to go into huge amounts of detail with this because it's, like you say, it's a whole episode in itself, right? It's moving into becoming a landlord and things like that. And it is something that I'm going to do an episode about at some point, but it's not today. So let to buy basically allows you to rent out your property, release equity from it in order to buy another property. It's the way a lot of people become landlords for the first time. And it is a really good way of moving house and keeping the other property as a rental property. Um, I saw a fair bit of this when people were wanting to move house 2020, 2021, when um, they were struggling to sell their houses uh, because of COVID. And they were still wanting to move house. They'd found somewhere to buy, but they couldn't sell theirs. And um, it, the let to buy is just, it, it means that you can release some funds. You can buy your next property and move in straight away whilst renting out your old property under a new mortgage. Yeah. So that is an option. I don't know if uh, it's not, it's not of the same sort of thing as we're talking about here, but it is another thing that kind of fits into this category of moving house while you're while you're still got a mortgage on the uh, current price yeah and also yeah i think that's that's pretty much it just with that and you say we do a whole new thing on this but um yeah there's people again feel that they can't move out of their properties uh, and buy somewhere else because perhaps at this moment in time they're gonna they feel they're gonna get less for their house or, or whatever it is let to buy is a perfect scheme for that. Yeah. And yeah, I, I think it just comes back to <laughs> it, it comes back to that thing of um, if you're ever considering doing anything, a mortgage broker is worth their weight in gold because they can go through these options with you and they will tell you whether they fit your situation and they will tell you what you you can expect and what what options you have and things like that so i think um the the number one thing is go speak to a mortgage broker speak to stuart and uh and and see what your options are but just there are probably options is the main takeaway from this episode i think whatever your situation there are probably options 
and you just need to speak to someone to find out what they are. Yeah, definitely. Perfect. Right. I think that's the end of the episode. We've gone a bit longer than I wanted to. So as usual, we can talk and talk and talk and talk. So uh, thank you so much for joining me again, Stuart. Uh, we will see you guys next time for another episode. Uh, we'll probably try and get a uh, rate review in sometime in February for you guys. And the next episode will probably be about something else again. But thank you so much for joining us. And we'll see you next time for more Mortgages AF podcast. Cheers, Stuart. And see you guys later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.